thirtieth day of the month. Were not ten made clean, but the other nine, where are they? Was not none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Luke 17, verses 17 through 18. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Who can utter the mighty doings of the Lord or declare his praise? Happy are those who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. Psalms 106, verses 1 through 3. Today we consider thanksgiving to God, both in word and deed. Ingratitude is a grave offense against God, and the closer to God we think we are, the more we incline to take divine grace for granted. So Jesus suggested in Luke 17, verses 11 through 19, For this reason, even the practice of daily devotions can be dangerous. The psalmist, quoted above, points out another difficulty in giving thanks. We do not have sufficient words to praise God's goodness. Oral testimony is important, to be sure, but to it we are to add the observance of justice, the doing of righteousness at all times. Otherwise, our voices sound like a noising gong or a clanging cymbal. As this month draws to its close, ask, for what experiences in the past month do I particularly praise God? What opportunities for thanksgiving have I overlooked during this month? Have I shown gratitude in words only, or also by my deeds, by my demonstrated concern for the weak, the lowly, the suffering? Opening Prayer Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless God's holy name. For you, O God, have showered me with blessings too numerous to count. In return, too often I have overlooked or taken for granted your bounty. Beyond all else that you have given, grant me yet one thing more, an unfailingly grateful heart. Amen. Psalm 92, verses 1 through 5. What a beautiful thing, God, to give thanks, to sing an anthem to you, the high God, to announce your love each daybreak, sing your faithful presence all through the night, accompanied by dulcimer and harp, the full-bodied music of strings. You made me so happy, God. I saw your work and I shouted for our joy. How magnificent your work, God. How profound your thoughts. From the book of Joshua, Chapter 23, verses 1 through 16. Now it came about after many days when the Lord had given rest to Israel from all their enemies on every side, and Joshua's old, advanced in years, that Joshua called for Israel, for their elders and the heads and their judges and their officers, and said to them, I am old, advanced in years, and you have seen all that the Lord your God has done to all these nations because of you. For the Lord your God is he who has been fighting for you. See, I have apportioned to you these nations, which remain as an inheritance for your tribes, with all the nations which I have cut off, from the Jordan even to the great sea, toward the setting of the sun. The Lord your God, he will thrust them out before you and drive them before you, and you will possess their land, just as the Lord your God promised you. Be very firm, then, to keep and do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, 
so that you may not turn aside from it is to the right hand or to the left, so you will not associate with these nations, these which will remain among you, or mention the name of their gods, or make anyone swear by them, or serve them, or bow down to them. But you are to cling to the Lord your God, as you have done to this day. For the Lord has driven out great and strong nations from before you. And as for you, no man has stood before you to this day. One of your men puts to flight a thousand, for the Lord your God is he who fights for you, just as he promised you. So take a diligent heed to yourselves to love the Lord your God. For if you ever go back and cling to the rest of these nations, these which remain among you, and intermarry with them, so that you associate with them and they with you, know with certainty that the Lord your God will not continue to drive these nations out from before you, but they will be a snare and a trap to you, and a whip on your sides and thorns in your eyes, until you perish from off this good land which the Lord your God has given you. And behold, today I am going the way of all the earth, and you know in all your hearts and all your souls that one word of all the good deeds which the Lord your God spoke concerning you has failed, and all have been fulfilled for you. Not one of them has failed. It shall come about that just as all the good words which the Lord your God spoke to you have come upon you, so the Lord will bring upon you all the threats until it has destroyed you from off this good land which the Lord your God has given you. When you transgress the covenant of the Lord your God which he commanded you, and go and serve other gods and bow down to them, then the anger of the Lord will burn against you, and you will perish quickly from off the good land which he has given you. From the letter to the Romans, chapter 15, verses 25 through 33. But now I am going to Jerusalem serving the saints, for Macedonia and Achaia, have been pleased to make a contribution for the poor among the saints in Jerusalem. Yes, they were pleased to do so, and they are indebted to them. For the Gentiles have shared in their spiritual things. They are indebted to minister to them also in material things. Therefore, when I have finished this and have put my seal on this fruit of theirs, I'll go on by way of you to Spain. I know that when I come to you, I'll come in the fullness of the blessing of Christ. Now I urge you, brethren, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be rescued from those who are disobedient in Judea, and that my service for Jerusalem may prove acceptable to the saints, so that I may come to you in joy by the will of God and find refreshing rest in your company. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. From the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 27, verses 11 through 23. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor questioned him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said to them, It is as you say. And while he was being accused by the chief priests and elders, he did not answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? And he did not answer him with regard to even a single charge. So the governor was quite amazed. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the people any one prisoner whom they wanted. At that time, they were holding a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when the people gathered together, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release for you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? For he knew that because of envy they had handed him over. 
While he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent him a message saying, Have nothing to do with that righteous man, for last night I suffered greatly in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas and to put Jesus to death. But the governor said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? They all said, Crucify him. This is the reading of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Saturday. Prepare our hearts, O Lord, to join together with your whole congregation to praise and serve you. Reveal your presence to all who will gather in adoration and self-offering. To those who cannot for good reason go gladly into your house, give your strength and consolation that they may know of the concern of their communities of faith. Make us receptive to your word for us and enable us to know and do your will. Bind your people together in a shared faith, a common witness, and compassionate service to the world through Jesus our Savior. Amen. From the Methodist Prayer Handbook of 2022, it's written by Tony Morling, a presbyter in the Jersey Circuit. Gracious God, help my eyes to see the glory of your creation in the unfolding daffodil, the beauty of pink granite in the Milky Way. Quicken my ears to hear the cry of people in need, the voice of youth, and to discern the prophet's call to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly. Encourage my hands to touch with kindness, to move at the impulse of your spirit, and release resources to support your church. As Mary anointed Jesus with perfume, so may your resurrection fill my home with fragrance of hope and faith. When I taste communion, bread, and wine, may you quicken my desire to be your disciple and to follow you as Lord. Amen. The Nicene Creed We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated to the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church, We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.